Blog Talk Radio. It is so good to be with you once again today. I'm your host and your freedom coach, Don Scott Damon. And I'm thankful that you've taken a moment to stop by, listen to the podcast, and I pray that you will find a new freedom in your life as a result of listening to this podcast. Hey, Jesus came to give you abundant life. Why would you settle for anything less? When you don't live in the freedom that Jesus came to purchase for you and did successfully purchase with every drop of his blood, when you don't live in that freedom, we squander the gift that he came to give us. Why would you take a gift and then leave it in the box all year long? Open it up. Be free, girl. Be free, sisters. Let those chains of bondage fall off of your life. You can do it, and I'm here to help you. Because you know what? God's word is true, and it's effective. God's word will never lie. And when he says it's for freedom's sake that you've been set free, you can take him at his word. Jesus will not quit until you have freedom in your life. Jesus said, I've begun a good work in you, and I'm not going to stop until you realize the freedom that I've given you. God wants you to laugh. He wants your life to be full. He wants you to enjoy your life. He wants your relationships to thrive, your pocketbook to thrive, your bank account to thrive. He wants your career to thrive, your mind to thrive. He wants your thoughts to be thriving. He wants everything in your life to be biblically sound, blessed, holy, increased, and growing. Nothing stagnant, nothing broken, nothing lacking, nothing missing. Jesus came to give you freedom. So this is not just talk radio. This is walk radio. We want to walk out those principles of freedom. And I invite you to stay tuned and listen to a podcast I had with the sisterhood, Shelly Beach and Wanda Sanchez. They and I were sitting talking, and we just let the tape fly and start recording, and we captured the conversation that I think will bless you. So stay tuned and listen as we join this conversation spontaneously on how to keep your life aligned in God's will moving forward with baby steps so you meet your goals. I know you're going to be blessed. Yeah, that's a that's a good perspective to share because that is where God can get our attention. Not that he hasn't tried to get our attention probably before that. Oh, yeah, right. This, for people like me, the hard-headed people that <laughs> need the, you know, I need to be smacked around every now and then. have to do everything the hard way. I'm not going to be able to to articulate this as adequately as I should be able to, but I understand that NASA and our space science, you know how incredibly intelligent that whole thing is and how precise it is. And when they launch a rocket, how they know where that thing's supposed to go. But they say less than 0.3% is it on target. It's always recalibrating, thank you, that's the word, or recalculating, always, you know, it's never directly on course. It's always realigning itself, Hmm. and yet it makes it 
and that's how you know our life and our walk is that there are times where you know are we always dead on in God's will are we always exactly where we're supposed to be well probably not but but keep taking those baby steps keep going forward because God will continue to calibrate and redo and realign us and oftentimes people feel well I blew it here so what's the point so they don't recalibrate they just give up yep they quit you say well I've already eaten this thing I've already had this donut today so I might as well have this whole rest of this yep and then the next day then you feel like a failure you feel guilty for overeating so you eat some more it's the all or nothing thinking kind of thing uh-huh you know it's not we don't we don't have a god of all or nothing well the, the all or nothing came in that is that he gave he came and gave his all for our nothing yeah and wow and it's a it's a it's a god of, of, of mercy we live in a life of continual repentance coming to God continually in a cycle of, of repentance and coming back and knowing that he's there with his mercy and grace. And it's, it's, a, it's just a continual cycle. That every day, I need, I need God's mercy every day. I need his grace every day. And I live in this continual cycle of repentance because I'm blown it every day. There's not a day when I'm not going to blow it. Um, but God's mercy is available. His grace, his mercy is new every morning, Scripture says. And they, they don't run out. God never says, well, I'm done with you now, and slams that door in our face. He never does that. Um, and so, you know, that's that's the only all or nothing that we can deal with Amen. is that he gave us all. We've got nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Jesus paid it all for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have we have the promise that God, he will not turn us away. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so great. And I think for someone who's listening, what is all or nothing thinking for you, Wanda? What did that look like? Is, does that mean what I was saying a moment ago? If I didn't do it just right, then it's all bad. Or, sure. And And like one small thing wrong with something to me it's all bad it's all bad it's all bad so um and that's very like that can really not it's a bad thing would that work with people too if somebody did something wrong actually okay most of the people okay so i write you off because it was all wrong Mm -hmm. it was all bad yep and people and then do you do that to yourself when you make one small mistake and mm-hmm. we just say well I just can never do it I'm all bad I'm all bad yep. it's very interesting because um, there, it, that's a fatalistic form of thinking that's very common to people who have experienced trauma mm-hmm. and um, particularly um, trauma over an extended period of time over and over again um, people maybe perhaps with like CPTSD um, they believe that they are fatally flawed mm-hmm. and so if they can't do it right or you know like Wanda said the asterisk being the asterisk in the Bible and um, so there tends to be kind of um, a fatalistic mindset that if it's if it's going to be broken I'm going to be the one to break it um, if it's going to go bad I'll be the one to have caused it to go bad or if it's if the earth is going to swallow anybody up it'll swallow me mm-hmm. and so for for people who struggle with trauma or PTSD mm-hmm. or have been abused or come from that kind of background or living in it to know that you have that tendency to have that stronghold of thinking in your life, mm-hmm. you need to know that you struggle with those lies mm-hmm. and uh, and to really address those with truth. Right, because people who, and, you know, coming out of a survivor thing, I think there was a time in my life where I struggled with that as well, probably not to the degree that you're explaining to, today, but... Um, 
we tend to think that others have that too because we don't know any different. Mm -hmm. So because we have all or nothing thinking or all good, everything is bad, or what I call villain and hero thinking, Mm -hmm. everybody is classified. You're either a villain or you're a hero. You're either for me or against me. There's no middle. There's no (laughs) middle. And if you said this, then that's, and it hurt my feelings, even if it was true, you're a villain. So for people who struggle with that, they assume everyone else feels the same way. Mm-hmm. And so that's why if they do one thing wrong, you know, I took one step in the wrong direction. You must have written me off. I'll reject you before you reject me. And wow. because they mm-hmm. just assume that I'm going to be treated the same way that I'm treating others. Mm-hmm. And boy, right. we can see this pattern that can be at work. And that's why baby steps. Again, I'm, I was laughing, but in the movie and and in real life, that's why it is so powerful. Just take one right next step. Don't think about it. Don't analyze it. Don't overanalyze it. Just do the next right thing, one baby step, and and true. you'll start to discover that you know what I really am walking out of this, whatever it is, mm-hmm. whether it's weight, whether it's exercise, whether it's Bible reading, whether it's unhealthy relationship, a toxic friendship or relationship. Take, make good choices, little baby choices for yourself every day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Excellent. Good Excellent. stuff. You know, you've you've walked out of a lot of those things, Wanda. Did you? What baby steps have you taken? Um, I guess the biggest thing is, you know, my my ongoing battle with food, um, and it's actually not food; it's with eating. I always have to make sure I keep those two things because they're different. Okay. My issue is not with food; it's with eating. Okay. Good. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, say, say more about that. Well, my addiction is to eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, the food is inconsequential. I'll eat anything. I mean, you know, in a, in, when I'm in a certain place, mm-hmm. I'm not like that anymore, really. Actually, mm-hmm. but I did. You know, I I was that was my fix because the drugs had stopped working. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a tendency and still have that thinking. I have to face it every single day to remind myself that um, the food's okay. The food is good. Mm-hmm. God made that. That's a gift. Mm-hmm. My eating is what is has been affected and twisted by uh, my past. Mm-hmm. And um, so as I find, as I become, as I walk the recovery from the um, CPTSD, which is complex post-traumatic stress disorder, um, I find that keep reminding myself, like for instance, just the uh, the things I eat, um, and pay attention to how I'm feeling when I'm eating it. What am I eating it for? Mm-hmm. You know, it's good because I, I would eat for based on emotion. You know, if sure. I was happy, sad, depressed, um, if I was busy, not sleeping, awake, mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't matter. Yeah. But it was always reason for me. Yeah. I was like, well, because it's the sun shining. Right. I was in California. What else was I going to do? You know. So. Well, it's fun to me to hear just now what you were saying because you're giving us an example and then you interrupted yourself and you go, well, although that's not very true of me anymore. And right there is the proof that you've been baby stepping yeah. along the way. And, and now what used to be true of you, you just had a revelation that, you know what? And you had to stop and think, you know, that's not as true anymore mm-hmm. as it used to be. So that's great. That's Some great of the progress. emotional stuff. You know, I still find myself, you know, like, <laughs> I want a donut. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, but, go to the box and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> That's right. Now Step away from the box. What's different now than than six months ago? 
six months ago. Six months ago. Or 5.5. I don't even know. uh, Just, I don't even know exactly Mm -hmm. how to pinpoint whatever that is, except that I've been really trying to just press in and learn about, um, you know, um, why this is the way it is, Mm -hmm. why this thing is, has pretty much um, controlled my life my whole life. Mm -hmm. And now it's taking away my health. Mm -hmm. So I'm having to find other, uh, a whole bunch of other things to, um, to find, you know, freedom and and to get healed and Mm -hmm. continue Mm -hmm. my way towards, Mm -hmm. towards getting whole. Yeah. And we're really proud of you because you've done a great job in that self discovery. And so many times you're saying, I, I, Right now you're saying, I don't really know what it is, but you have been such a student at looking at what's the connection because behind every behavior is a lie. Mm -hmm. Behind every negative behavior, there's a lie that's perpetuating that behavior, and you've really been uncovering a lot of those lies, and when you uncover the lie and you find the truth, then you get the breakthrough and the freedom. Freedom. Yeah. And um, doesn't mean you wouldn't slip back in a baby step backwards, mm-hmm. but you know, there again, I just do the next right thing. I take the next right baby step. I don't throw right. it all out and say, "Oh, I'll never be different." Yeah. Yes, you are. Well, sharing food. Okay. Okay. I was uh, had some OCD issues. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly they're gone, but um, plus on top of that, I was Puerto Rican. <laughs> There's a couple things right there where you don't mess with my food, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. learning to share food was huge for me. And now I'm like, I forget not to share. Yeah, you guys are splitting meals split here meals and there. all the time. Yeah, just shared a bowl of. Yeah, we split you know Peanuts. meals all the time, and and I can do that now without feeling like I'm gonna like be ripped off in some way. Mm. You know, like that's mm-hmm. a panic thing for me. That's a trigger for mm-hmm. me. And that's a childhood thing because you never knew where your next meal was coming. Right. So I have to remind myself, and sometimes I need her help, Mm -hmm. that I'm okay. It's not, I'm not going to starve to death and I don't have to um, hoard food Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just really, it's a, it's a, it's it's trusting God. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, really. That I always have to say, okay, I may not trust everything else that's going on around me or anybody else around me, but. You know, I know that I can trust you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel a darn thing, and usually I don't. With but I know what to do with it. Yeah, I know what's true. Yeah. The truth is, I can trust them. Yeah. Amen. So. Well, this has been a great, very spontaneous conversation, and I'm just trusting the Holy Spirit has been ministering to your heart today as you've been listening to it. And while it may not be the same for you, maybe food's not the stronghold or the addiction, or maybe it absolutely is, but you understand what it feels like to feel powerless. You know what it feels like to have a sense of being out of control and how uncomfortable that is. And I want to let you know that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the same God who split that Red Sea, who delivered Israel, he's the same God who's here right now for you. And he wants to deliver you, and he will deliver you. I'm so thankful, you guys, for the name of Jesus. All we have to do is cry out his name, Mm -hmm. and he's there. And so as we close, I want to pray for you. And then we'll give you some commercials. Lord, I thank you for your power to break every stronghold. I thank you, Lord, for your word that gives us truth. And you said when we know the truth, the truth will set us free. Lord, I pray right now that you would expose every lie that has been effective and successful in deceiving my sister. 
Every lie about food, every lie about her value, every lie about her worth, every lie that has covered and blinded and deceived her, that you would turn on the light and you would speak truth and destroy and demolish every lie. And God, when truth comes, that then the freedom would rush in and that her heart and attitude would be changed, gloriously transformed by the rushing, cleansing power of your truth. I pray right now every shackle, every chain fall around her feet, powerless to hold her in Jesus' name. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your truth. I thank you for your power in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I believe if you prayed that prayer, that Jesus is going to work on your behalf, setting you free. And so now you set your face like flint and you declare, I am free from that. You declare, I no longer am in bondage to that, but I am free and I'm walking out today. Today's my day. Never again, not another day of my life, will I bow down to that bondage. You declare it in Jesus' name. Well, it's been great to be with you. I hope you'll take a moment and turn to freedomgirlsisterhood.com. Freedomgirlsisterhood.com. Take a moment, visit me there, drop me a line, or to my Facebook, The Freedom Project. I'd love to hear from you. This is Don Scott Damon, your freedom coach, saying God bless you, and hey, Merry Christmas. Thank <laughs> you.
Okay, then we'll keep going. 